Hey everyone, this is Shannon Autumn from the Dream Scene and gradio.ca. Here today with Jimmy Needles, we are sitting on this magical pirate ship in the West Edmonton Mall. This is pretty crazy. I've never done an interview on a pirate ship before. I'm not sure if you have. Uh, no, uh, but uh, you've come a long way. Tell us, uh, how was your experience in Edmonton and on your Canadian tour so far? It's, uh, it's been pretty awesome. Um, I actually came to Canada the first time like last year. Um, it was for a ska and reggae festival. So to, to play something electronic, they booked me for like a jungle kind of set. And I played like, you know, funky glitch harp, breaks, drum and bass, jungle. And they were like, well, look, we're, we'd love to have you back and we'll try and book you some more shows. And at the same time this year, uh, there's a bunch of promoters in Winnipeg and in Edmonton. We're like, all came together at the same time and said, hey, um, would you like to play a show with us? So just like that, I've got a tour and it's been amazing. It's been so awesome. And uh, we're really happy to have you here in Edmonton. You're playing a show tomorrow and at 9910. And uh, you just got back from a, a few other shows heading out in BC, uh, in Winnipeg. You've got a show coming up in Red Deer in Calgary. Um, what are you most excited for, aside from playing the shows, uh, to see when you're in Canada? A lot, of, uh, a lot of these shows have been the culmination of years of like people messaging me and asking for tunes and trading with other, other tunes with other DJs but a lot of these a lot of the time it's people who I've met online finally like meeting them in person it's been the best thing like like for the show tomorrow like there's at least like 10 people who I've known about online or have spoken to online for quite a long time and you know to have them all in the room vibing to your music is just going to be great and meeting them for the first time so it's pretty incredible how we can connect as a community from around the world and, and share that love of music and passion and uh, the fact that we can have you here is pretty amazing I also know um, you have a band as well I, I was hoping we could talk a bit about that and some of the tours you went on with that sure so um my my Jimmy Needles band, which is called the Cosmic Orchestra, um, it's more of like a jazz and bass kind of combination. So like they're all jazz trained, and I'm kind of providing like the hip hop element, the bass element, and because um, on the side like Jimmy Needles sound is is very funky and bootleggy, and this is kind of my way of flexing like my own compositions and and uh, like I've been in lots of bands before, so I kind of know how to make arrange the music um, live and you know I've been, I've been touring for 10 years with, with soul and jazz bands as a drummer so having been in that environment to kind of have your own project of your own music and directing it on stage we've, we've kind of done like um, UK festivals um, but at the moment I'm kind of focusing more on my own like bootleg kind of funk and breaks and hip-hop and drum and bass kind of sound that's kind of coming next year so hopefully I'll have more music to share with you guys in 2020 for sure. Definitely excited for that. Uh, thank you for all of the, the work that you're putting out. I know it must be uh, really intense and time consuming at times. Um, can you talk about how you got started and, and what your background is? I, I'm sure over the 10 years you must have seen a lot of evolution. Oh sure. Um, well how I started DJing um, let's start with that because that's always a question I get asked and I think that's pretty much hearing Andy C when I was about 14 um, I'm 31 now so listening to that blew my mind and went out and bought vinyl and had nothing to play on so I well better buy some turntables just got into the turntablist scene like scratching and hip hop as well and um, 
I think when I when I graduated from university, I, I knew that I wanted to be in, like deep down inside. I wanted to do DJing full time, but I only dabbled in production. So I kind of just um, I didn't study music at uni, so it was a whole alien world to me. This production thing. So I just kind of immersed myself uh, and educated myself to kind of work on these different styles and like the the goal was to be able to create mashups and bootlegs that I could play out myself maybe some that I wouldn't share but you know um, a lot of what um, I put out for free is usually stuff that I've been hoarding away in my stash so to give them away and see other DJs being like yeah these these are bangers man thanks so much that's a good feeling too so that's kind of how I started off DJing and that's kind of the the the, the route I've been taking as a producer as well on the side and now they've kind of come together and that's the Jimmy Needle sound so it kind of seems like as we were just uh, discussing prior it seems like a bit of a mountain to start production and to figure out what you sound like and, and discover some of that and how do you get started with something like that are there any tutorials that you've come across or any mentors I'd say, yeah, YouTube is YouTube is your friend. I think everyone says that. There's a lot of knowledge on there. But to make, you know, to have an idea is one thing, but to get that on paper, on, on, on onto the editor, onto the software is another thing. And I think that you can save yourself a lot of time as a producer um, starting projects. For instance, I have a whole folder of drum beats that are ready to, to be used in different tempos. So if you're like, oh, I want to, put out a drum and bass bootleg and I want to work on this idea you can just grab that beat and then if, if it doesn't work with what you're doing you can just change certain bits you can put in new drum kits new new hi-hats for instance and then you can change it it's all about saving time and getting that idea down quickly that's why I'd say the most important part of production is then once you've got the good idea then you can work on the the sound design and the sonics and making it sound nice and fat for the club you know I'd say that, but yeah, it does. It won't happen. As a, if you're a new producer, it won't happen overnight. It's going to take you quite a few years of of learning and and and, and craft to to really start sounding like good. And I only feel like I've been I've been a full time DJ for eight years, nine nine years, but I've only been producing for about four of those years. I've been putting out mashups and stuff, but in the last four years, it's been when I've been like, okay, I'm confident in my own sound to start playing my own stuff out, my own bootlegs. And when they get well received, that's when you know you're doing something right, I think, for sure. Absolutely. And I, I know you've been uh, signed to a few different labels, uh, Jungle Strikes and Bomb Strikes. Uh, are definitely a couple I want to talk about, particularly Bomb Strikes, because they just had their 15th year anniversary. Uh, and that's huge for them, as well as a, a few other labels that I, I know you're a part of as well. What is that process like uh, when you're submitting music to get accepted and to get heard and released? Um, as I was saying, um, a lot of the stuff I put out is is made for myself, and I'll share it with a few other guys. You kind of know if it's a good banger or good track if you get good feedback. So then, then I'll be like, well, what I'm going to put out for, for free? What do I think has got legs that could probably sell, a, you know, sell a few copies? Um, and the honest answer is, I just send a few decent tracks now and again. I think are good to the guys at the label having a good label relationship is good I always update them with what I'm doing even if it's stuff that they're not going to be into I'll say well look I've been doing these drum and bass tracks these are original these have got samples in um, and this is some original stuff and then see what they say and um, usually you know you will, you will always get a lot of rejection like what it's not really about what you want to release it's about what, what fits with their 
um, schedule. And sure, it's it's natural to get rejected and, and stuff, and that's fine. But it doesn't mean your music's not good enough, you know. So there's always if, if with that, it would be like if if I had if I sent some music to a label and it got rejected or something, I would turn that into a strength and be like, well, I'm going to put that as a free track. And that's usually what happens. So like. You know, it might not fit their their release schedule. They might have like a whole bunch of releases like scheduled, and um, yeah, it just it just depends on the right time. You know, if you if you plan it, you can you can get music locked in quite far in advance. You know, so um, but failing that, like I've also self released a whole bunch of stuff as well, legit. So it's on Spotify, and that's cool because. I don't have, there's no there's no one telling me yes or no it's like I'm putting it out this is this is my unique sound and that's pretty cool too that's easy to do there's hundreds of websites you can self release stuff on these days as well plus you've got Bandcamp SoundCloud you know Spotify all the other streaming services it's, it's very easy to do for sure but I'd say you know, to, to summarise have a good label relationship with anyone that you're planning or trying to work with that's 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 the key for sure and you also uh, you have a, a great management relationship with finger Lickin as well and i want to mention them because they also just had a, a pretty big anniversary 20 years they're celebrating this year uh, they just had a crazy boat party <laughs> which i really wish i was at <laughs> i wish i was at as well <laughs> Yeah, I was over here, but it was okay. I was in the Rocky Mountains having a nice holiday, so that's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, to be part of a... I feel like we're like real like new blood coming through, you know, because the guys on that label were the ones that were pushing brakes 20, 20 years ago, and it was that was the sound, you know, the, the, the new funk, the brakes, the breakbeat sound. Um, the culmination of that 20 years later is now there's all these new people coming through doing like you know there's like people like myself there's like father funk there's wobble um x-ray ted all these guys have kind of they're like the children of that sound and now we're coming bringing fusion of like you know uh glitch hop funk breaks drum and bass we're all doing our thing and then i feel like we're kind of pushing the next generation of that sound and to be on that label is uh on that agency um is I think the combination of a lot of hard work, but also um, it's the right home for that sound, for sure. Yeah, it's incredible how much is coming out uh, from the UK over to Canada right now, and people are eating it up, and it's it's addictive. There's some amazing work going on. Uh, what is the music scene like uh, in the UK, and how does it differ from what you've experienced in Canada? Um, in the UK, I think you could divide like the main cities for music, like London, Bristol, Brighton, Birmingham, Manchester. They're they're all heavy hitters in terms of music, and within those cities, there's dozens of scenes and within dozens of genres. So there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of competition, but there's a lot of love as well. And um, I, I've just moved to Bristol and. I've discovered as well, like in Bristol, has got. Uh, I mean, we've we've known this for ages because a lot of artists come from Bristol. But there's so much going on, and um, it's just inspiring, you know. Just to kind of, there's like a drum and bass night on a Wednesday. You've got a dub night on a Thursday. You've got like a ghetto funk night on the Friday. You can just like, there's something always happening, and. Um, it, we're lucky because a lot of these people like live off the music full time, and there's a, there's enough there that a lot of these people can like live off the music and. Um, but as a, as a scene in general, um, our festival scene is pretty awesome. Um, there's, there's hundreds of festivals in the UK now that are just 
even the, like the little boutique ones, sometimes under, under a thousand people, and the vibes, the music scene, and the vibe there is just is just amazing. Like it, it really is. Like it's my favorite. I do the UK Shambhala, and that's like for me the vibe and the music. It's just it's like a family you, might, you guys must have that over here at like you know you've got your base coast and and uh, Shambhala and you can see online like wow this is this looks amazing so I, I think you guys have got quite a healthy scene compared to us as well you know so there's definitely I, I'm sure some amazing points for for all places everyone has a different scene but we're ultimately all brought together with this this love and togetherness of the music um, and you played Glastonbury as well didn't you <laughs> so ah, so who told you about Blastonbury? Your Facebook page. Which one? Blastonbury or Blastonbury? Uh, Glastonbury. Uh, yeah. I thought, I, for a minute there, I thought you said Blastonbury, and that was actually my wedding. <laughs> so, Blastonbury was uh, a little, a little uh, hunter capacity festival that we put on, and I headlined it. So yeah, that was actually my wedding reception. So, but Glastonbury, we could talk about Glastonbury for sure. Um, it's. It's a luck of the dice of Glastonbury because I've got my I've got my gig. Um, there's actually a backstage venue, one of the, the third biggest stage, is the West Holt stage, and you see a lot of talent, like big names, pass through that, and it's like wow, you're playing to like. I mean, one year I was like DJing to like Annie Mac and Hot Chip, and um, like uh, who else? With Jurassic Five were backstage one year. Like what the hell? I'm like just playing like just low key kind of stuff, and then on top of that, I'll go out and play my own show on a on a big stage. So. It just depends what happens. Like last year, I just did my my VIP gig. The year before that, I played another stage. Luck of the draw, really. But yeah, it's um, it's so big that you I've I've not been to like some parts of it because the layout pretty much stays the, the same. But there's like a part that's called the rabbit hole, and if you go down there at like four or five o'clock in the morning, there's always like there's like stuff like one capacity clubs, and and just this weird shit. Uh, but it's 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 awesome. There's there's parts that are just so nuts and like so creative as well um it's not just the music there's like arts and installations and and things like that and it's just it just goes on and on and i think a lot of people complain about the price but really you're you're paying for like nine festivals worth of music all in one place so the choice it was really pretty good and you go to glastonbury and you play to a crowd it's it's a serious music loving crowd so you know it's there's no there's no time for Oh, I don't like this. Like you just wonder and you find great great music at all times. So that's how big it is. There's hundreds of stages, so That's definitely one of those festivals I keep hearing so much about and I want to experience it. So I, I'm hoping next year is the year. I'd love to check it out. Um are you planning on playing again? Well, uh the the, the tickets went on sale about a week ago and they sold out in 27 minutes. Oh. <laughs> there'll be a there'll be a resale for sure um i'll i'll probably probably do my backstage thing and if if any of the other stages want to want a piece of the jimmy noodles i'll go out and play for sure did you have any sort of involvement in the music scene before you started um playing at festivals and shows um probably not i like I said, I, I used to be in a band. I used to play the drums, and that was kind of like growing as my DJ career was also growing. And it was just kind of where you ended up, really. So the UK Shambhala show that I, the first one I played, uh, I actually it was a it was a gig with my band, my old soul band. So I was on drums, and it was um, the the 
the organizer came up and just introduced ourselves and I said, well, I'm, I've got my DJ stuff in the car. Like if, you, if someone drops out, give me a shout. And this was like the first time I'd ever offered to play at a festival. And uh, there's an there's a English band called the Happy Mondays. I don't know if you know them, but they're like notorious like 90s band from, I think they're from Manchester. But um, the, lead, the lead singer's a nutcase and he's, he went missing. It's called um, Bez. Yeah, it's Bez from the Happy Mondays. That's right. He had a DJ set on the Saturday night and he didn't show up. So I got a phone call and I'm like, phone's on like 2% battery here from the lady from the stage. And she was like, do you want to play? Like Bez from, has dropped out. He's in a ditch somewhere I think her exact words were so I was like wow okay yeah I'll come I'll come and play for sure um, played a like a kind of party break set a bit of D&B there was a lot of electro swing about, about eight nine years ago so a lot of electro swing as well and um, she asked me back every year ever since so I from that I played my same Saturday night um, sometimes I change it up sometimes I do a four deck set with someone else but yeah, usually it's my my show. So that would have been my first introduction to the scene. And from that, I I was getting booked from Glastonbury and um, like Beat Herder, Boomtown, like all these other festivals. So yeah, um, I guess that would have been my first kind of intro to the to the, to the festival world for sure. Do you have any advice for other producers or DJs out there? Advice for other producers and and DJs. Well, let's you can divide those into two categories. I think with the DJs. Um, practice at home know your tunes backwards don't just download them off Beatport or wherever you get your music from and then just get to the club learn and learn the build-ups and learn and learn to count to 16 that really helps there's nothing worse coming in and it's like someone's mixed it into like a 12 bar and it doesn't what doesn't sound right you know that's 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 the, the shows that the dj hasn't learned and, and respected the music enough um because i've been to a lot of shows where that happens and it's like wow this is this is not good um, as, a, as a producer I'd say sampling because a lot of producers now will just load up Ableton or load up Logic and they'll just use all the inbuilt sounds or use waves and make stuff all about sampling breakbeat is about sample culture it's about going back and stealing stuff so don't be afraid to do it because we're all doing it and obviously when I mean stealing stuff I mean take, take a drum break and process it and make it your own sound like experiment and, and have fun for sure that last point is huge too. <laughs> Definitely have fun and, and enjoy your music. Um, okay, do you have any final words for our amazing audience listening? I could I could plug the show. Sure. Um, so you can catch me, Jimmy Needles, at uh, ninety nine ten in Edmonton on Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Uh, you can also catch me spinning in Red Deer City on Friday, and that's at uh, Burgundy's and. Also in Calgary on Saturday, which is my last show of my tour. That will end on a banger, and that's at uh, the Junction. So hopefully see you there, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. We really are so grateful to have you here in Edmonton and in Canada in general. Looking forward to more amazing music coming out. For everyone listening, check out Jimmy Needles on all of the possible uh, social media platforms. And uh, yeah, be sure to show us your love, show your support, and uh, keep partying on. Much love. Much love. Thanks very much.